Hey, Outcomes Rocket listeners, Saul Marquez here. I get what a phenomenal asset a podcast could be for your business and also how frustrating it is to navigate editing and production, monetization, and achieving the ROI you're looking for. Technical busy work shouldn't stop you from getting your genius into the world though. You should be able to build your brand easily with a professional podcast that gets attention. A patched up podcast could ruin your business. Let us do the technical busy work behind the scenes while you share your genius on the mic and take the industry stage. Visit smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. That's smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. Welcome back to the Outcomes Rocket. Saul Marquez here. Today, I have the privilege of hosting Dan Sweeney on the podcast. He is the vice president at Relay Network, the dedicated CX channel that enables companies to deliver individualized, frictionless communications to patients that build engagement, improve outcomes, and elevate the patient experience. Dan advises industry practitioners as they look to meet the new customer expectations for service interactions, personalized, proactive, easy, and available on mobile. Prior to Relay, Dan spent much of his career with the corporate executive board, delivering new products to the F1000 marketplace. Dan's a graduate of Fairfield University and currently resides in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And it's going to be a great conversation today. Such a pleasure to have you here, Dan. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me, Saul. So before we dive into what exactly Relay Network does, Dan, I want to know more about you, man. What, what got you interested in healthcare? You know, I come through healthcare naturally through, I'd say, uh, end user or consumer communications, right? I'm passionate about the concept of innovations. And when you look at healthcare from a communications perspective with end users, it's been pretty stagnant for, gosh, the last, call it even 10 to 15 years. When you look at the marketplace today, we're seeing a lot of movement, right, within uh, benefit communities as well as pharmacies. Just the other day, we saw the announcement that Amazon has now gone to market with their pharmacy, and it means that there's going to be a lot of disruption and there's going to be a lot of innovation. Those that focus on the customer communication capability are going to be the ones that uh, that are successful moving forward. You know, you bring up a good point. It's a big, big thing that happened in our business and we're going to see what happens with Amazon. So tell us about CX, right? And, and I'm a big fan of saying, let's get rid of acronyms, level set with people so that they know exactly what we're doing here. But talk to us about what Relay Network is up to. And more than anything, I mean, educate us, you know, we, we yeah, want to learn you more. Bet. You bet. CX is essentially customer experience. When we think about kind of what the customer experience looks like today, whether yep. you are a healthcare institution, or frankly, a financial services business, or even a home services business like cable and automotive, everything you're trying to do, all of your business outcomes are focused on your capability to successfully communicate effectively with mm. the customer, right? Yeah. yeah. So you think about how we've done that uh, historically, Saul, and it, it comes down to what are the historic communication modalities, right? We have outbound phone that can be really expensive. We have email that, frankly, we have Black Friday coming up next week, right? Yeah. I don't know about you, but I have 1,986 unread emails in my personal inbox. Insane. A lot of clutter for your business partners to try and drive through in order to get the right message to you at the right time in the relationship. So what happened is about 10 years ago at the dawn of the digital revolution, they said it's going to be great. We're going to build self-service portals and we're going to build mobile apps. And then it's the field of dreams mantra, right? Mm. If we build it, mm. they will come. Unfortunately, 
you see that only about 15 to 20% of all end users are actually registering for portals or downloading apps. But it still doesn't get you the adoption that you're looking for, right? Because it's still that self-service mantra. And Saul, today's Friday after dinner tonight. You're going to sit down. Just about the last thing you're going to do is say, I think I'll log on to my dental portal and try and figure out what education in here is right for me and my family based on where we are in our benefit year. It's just not how the U.S. consumer operates. We operate more closely to what I would call a guided service mantra. Familiar with that concept? No, I'm not. It's this idea that you see with like a Netflix or even an Amazon Prime or a Zappos. Friday night, to extend the analogy, right, Saul, you're going to sit down, you're going to turn on Netflix, and they're going to know that you're a huge Tom Cruise fan, right? Their algorithms (laughs) say, okay, Saul watched Top Gun and Days of Thunder last month. We're going to proactively offer up a guided service experience. Here's all the other Tom Cruise vehicles that we have in our catalog, Saul. We're going to make it easy. We're going to educate you on what you want to know, and we're going to empower you to take action quickly. And in effect, that's what Relay is doing for CX. In heavily regulated spaces like healthcare and financial services requires a private and secure connection. Yesterday, they meant I got to get you to register for a portal and come find your content via self-service, or I got to get you to download an app. But what do these businesses do when they can only get 15 to 20% adoption via self-service methodology like that? And that's where Realize Innovations have kind of flipped the model its head and said, we're going to proactively push the right content, the right personalization to the right individual at the right time. Fascinating. And thank you for level setting there, Dan. Does the model change or, or are you still, do you still have the portal? Do you still have the app? But now the way that you reach out changes. Talk, talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, sure. You're absolutely right. We're not really competitive with whatever those existing you know, apps or portals, but more so we're very complimentary. What mm-hmm. Relay is saying is that something's missing, which is the communication hub that drives the individual to the right static content at the right time. So what we've developed is we establish one-to-one private and secure digital connectivity on the smart device between our client organization and their end user. And with each one of those connections comes what we call the Relay customer feed. It's a completely white-labeled, private and secure website that's uniquely built rather than as an information library as a communication vehicle so that you can proactively notify an individual that they have a secure message that's waiting for them. But most importantly, because they're pre-verified prior to coming in, how you establish that consent, they don't have to go through a lengthy registration process. So what you're in effect doing is you're creating frictionless communications you're taking all the friction out of the relationship so that you can notify, level set expectations on what's required of the relationship as it is today, and then give them action buttons that drives them to inbound call or drive them over to your portal, but deep, deep link them uniquely to the right resource that they require based on where they are in the patient life cycle. Fascinating. So talk to us about how the process and technology and, and really everything that makes up Relay is different than, than what's available out there today. Yeah, yeah, you got it. We're a communication channel. So what we're looking at is we're saying we want to drive as many of your business outcomes as humanly possible, whether that's a reduction in OPEX associated with you know requiring a pharmacy to not have to make manual outbound call campaigns to try to catch patients, right? Or you want to be make it really easy for a health benefit to proactively, you know, address what is a preventative care scenario with an individual patient. Or to say to them, hey, we saw that you went to an ER last month, right? Did you know that same diagnosis code 
could have been addressed via an urgent care center. It would have been easier for you, would have been cheaper for you, and would have been cheaper for us. And by the way, we have a private connection. We know where you live. We're proactively going to offer up to you right here where all the closest urgent care centers are for you. So in doing so, right, it's not that your consumers don't want to be healthier, right? Right. It's that we're not making it easy for them because we're asking them to take all the lift. When in essence, as their vendor, you're working for them, right? Yep. That's, yeah, that's awesome, man. And so give us a story, Dan. You know, give us an example of how this relay communication methodology, uh, it's focused on the customer experience. How is it that you guys have improved outcomes or yeah. made business better? Talk to us that's about a, that. That's a great question. You know, about three and a half, four years ago, we entered into the specialty pharmacy marketplace for the first time. For anybody that has a healthcare background, you know that today about 50% of all the healthcare spend is in, the, is in pharmaceuticals. Today, the specialty pharmaceuticals marketplace, I'd say about 75% of all the scripts are controlled by exactly four organizations, the really big players. Mm -hmm. As I start dialoguing with some of those mid-sized and smaller pharmacies, whether they're affiliated with a health system or their independence, right? If they're not being consolidated by a big boy, you ask, how are you going to compete? And they say, we're going to compete on the customer relationship, on that patient relationship. I say, got it. How do you communicate with them today? And they say, well, every single month we make outbound calls to about 98% of all of our patients. On average, it takes 3.5 to 4.5 attempts in order to catch an individual. Just to ask them the same six questions that we did last month prior to refill. In some cases, these businesses are taking nurse practitioners and pharmacists, you know, relatively expensive resources and turning them into an outbound call farm. Hmm. I'm really saying there's a better way. With the early pharmacies that we went live with, we said, let's establish digital connectivity with your patient base at scale. And then in a HIPAA compliant environment, you can ask them those six questions, or you can tell them it's time for refill. And just by converting, even with an action button, what used to be an outbound attempt into an inbound call from an empowered patient, when they know they have the time to have that conversation, really quickly, within a matter of about six to eight weeks, we can eliminate about 50% of the outbound call volume for the pharmacy. Each one of those calls is on average about $4.50 in OPEX. So you see really quickly with scale, those outcomes really start to add up, especially for what is a significantly large, uh, low margin business like a specialty pharmacy. That's fascinating. That is fascinating, Dan. And you know, it's just the capability, right? And, and being introduced to it, right? And being open to the idea that there's something else out there there's another way for us to do it. And traditionally in healthcare, we've been behind the eight ball on technology implementation. And, you know, COVID's been a blessing and a curse, but a blessing because we're more open now. And so as, as everybody's listening to this episode today, you might want to ask yourself, am I doing things the old way when I could be considering the new way? And, and our discussion here with Dan is, is certainly about the new way that could help you scale and add value to your customers. So talk about setbacks with us, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we all experience them and I believe we learn most from them. So talk to us about one and a key learning that came out of it. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Right before I get into a setback, you know, just to add on, on what you just said there, as you think about, you think about what's happening in the marketplace and not being okay with the, with the norm, if you will. We, I have dialogues with marketing and communications executives every single day that say, I think that our hit rates are good on our outbound communications. 
when they're at 15 and 20%. And I'm saying, I know that that's a benchmark that's in the industry today, but since when in our society are we okay with just 15 to 20%? Right? Going as yeah. far back to grade school, right? We call mm-hmm. 60% a D, 70% a C. What I'm talking about is I want to leapfrog. And with Relay, we're seeing 80% engagement rates with the outbound messages that you're sending in a completely personalized and HIPAA compliant way. One of the setbacks that that I see is this misnomer that what Relay is doing from a communication perspective is somehow competitive with the existing investments that healthcare has made in portals and mobile apps, right? I would describe a portal or mobile app as a uh, digital information repository. It's like a library of tools, right? But if Saul here happens to you know, have a therapeutic state like diabetes, you might go to your benefit provider's portal and say, in order to find education that you're looking for, first you find your disease state, then you find the video library, then you find the one that's all about living with diabetes in your workplace, and now you're watching it. With each one of those steps, what you see is an engagement fall off. So one of the biggest hills for me to climb, so to speak, Saul, is the dialogue around the difference between a communication channel, a new type of modality, and what is content, right? And, and educational components or pieces that you're driving individuals to. So when it comes to outcomes, you can have the best content in the world, but if you don't have the right means to get the right message to the right individual at the right time, everything about your communication strategy falls down. You know, that's, uh, that's really interesting, Dan. And you think about <laughs> the portals and the apps as information repositories. I mean, Let's think about this. How many of us, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't ever even go to the library anymore because I could buy any book that I want and Amazon's recommending the books that I want. (laughs) And so is Apple, right? Because I download stuff from Apple and so is, so is Audible. So what you're saying here is, is powerful. And I hope that, you know, everyone is capturing it and it's worth reemphasizing that our apps and all of our portals are just static information repositories. And, and so what you're offering is different. It's, it's offering that new engagement model. And so talk to us about what you're most excited about today. What I'm most excited about is I kind of established at the top of this call that what we're doing at scale is delivering one-to-one private and secure connections, and then all the tools that allow that to work so that you can drive significantly more of the business outcomes that are key to your business, right? Mm-hmm. Once you establish that at scale, and we have pharmacies today that have established one-to-one connectivity with you know, 95% of all of their patients, there's Blue Cross Blue Shield benefit providers out there that have more than 650,000 one-to-one digital connections. Once you've built out your private and secure network like that, there's significant and tremendous value to it. And where Relay is today is just at the end of last year, we took on additional backing from private equity where we say, we have all the funding now, we're going to continue to build the tools for both our clients and their end users that's going to continue to remove all the friction from their communications. What does that mean? It means now that you have the private and secure environment with a connection, let's put bill pay on top of it. Let's put document upload on top of it. Let's do docu-signs and executions. Let's do attestations as well as assessments so that once you build all those tools on your private network, It removes all that friction and allows you to say, no matter what the use case is with the patient, we're going to proactively message them. 
level set expectations on what's required of them and make it easy and frictionless for them to take action and get in and out of customer service experiences. And those are the folks that are going to win moving forward. And frankly, that's why everybody's so concerned about Amazon entering the marketplace because this is what they do really well. They already have the network of connections and they have it at scale. Yeah, no, well said. And uh, it is about removing friction and uh, (laughs) there's a lot of friction in healthcare. So, (laughs) you know, what are we going to do here, folks? You know, we could listen to this awesome interview with Dan and just say, yeah, that's a good idea and move on. Or we could say, hmm, I better think about this. I better do something about this. And I think now's the time. So, Dan, this has been awesome, man. I I really thank you for for you sharing your, your insights. I'm sure we could spend like hours talking about applications. We don't have that time today, but we did have the time to introduce this idea to to the listeners. And folks, the website is relaynetwork.com to learn more. And why don't you leave us, Dan, with a closing thought and then the best place where you feel the listeners could best get in touch with you and your team? Yeah, I guess my mo- closing thoughts all as a, a little bit of a movie buff myself is that, you know, when I think about where the marketplace is today, I think about one of my favorite quotes from Jaws. Okay. We're going to need a bigger boat right? We're going to need a bigger boat. I think about that when it comes to what's happening in the consumer marketplace today for healthcare and what are the lines for getting the right message to the right individuals. We need to think different. We need to think about innovations and we need to think about them on a really large scale. What I love about Relay is I believe we're that bigger boat and I believe that we can have the legs you know, across the entire marketplace and I'm fired up each and every day to continue that journey. Reaching out to us, I think you you hit the nail on the head. Uh, RelayNetwork.com is, is a great spot to start. You'll find additional information about me on there, as well as insights from what is the wonderful team that I work with here in Philadelphia. Um, and I'd say, feel free to reach out, even if it's just to have a little bit of a dialogue. Always happy to meet somebody new in the marketplace. Love it, Dan. Appreciate that opportunity. And, and folks, take advantage of, of checking out RelayNetwork.com and all the awesome work that they're doing in this change, just basically changing the experience for, for customers. Uh, now's the time. And Dan, really thankful that you introduced us to this today. Yeah, thanks, Saul. Appreciate you having me. Hey, everyone. Saul Marquez here. Have you launched your podcast already and discovered what a pain it could be to keep up with editing, production, show notes, transcripts, and operations? What if you could turn over the keys to your podcast busy work while you do the fun stuff like expanding your network and taking the industry stage? Let us edit your first episode for free so you can experience the freedom. Visit smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. That's smoothpodcasting.com to learn more.